Hello, guys. Welcome back again to a Life Educations podcast. We're again on Zoom. I'm in Dublin. Caroline's in Dubai. And we've got Helen Farmer in Dubai as well. Hello, Helen. Welcome. Morning. Great to pull you away from your morning routine. How's everything going? It's going good. I mean, you say routine. There is a bit of a, a new normal routine. But it's still it's weird how quickly you adapt, isn't it? Really weird. So, uh, so mornings have become a weird blend of doing some kind of exercise and then some kind of homeschooling with with mixed successes and then prepping for the show because then normally I'd be in the, in the studio all day but we've had to change how the radio works now. So, so how are you doing it? How are we doing it? We're doing, there's only about three people in the office at any time and instead of being um, having guests in the studio for maybe an hour like we normally would do and do these really big kind of in-depth topics We're having much shorter time slots and everybody is pre-recorded on the phone or they're live on the phone if, if we know them and they can be trusted So that it's it's and then we're having to pre-record the last half hour of the show So we're not overlapping with the guys that come in to the studio next So our temperatures are checked as we come into the office um, minimal interaction with people and then no overlaps so it's very different to be honest because it's hard you know it's, it's like doing this in some ways when you're face to face with someone and you're interviewing you, you pick up on those yeah. non-verbal cues and you you know kind of feed off each other and it's, it's very hard to do that over the phone but I do think radio is really important right now it's always a way of bringing people together so the show is going on, just in a bit of a different format. Yeah, I, I, like, we, did, we, we did a couple of phone calls from, from Dublin, the phone-in, and I have to say I was more nervous about the first phone call this time than maybe like going, stretching right back to when I was first in the old studio with uh, Suzanne Rapp. Suzanne, yeah. yeah. Like I was back to that being that nervous. I was like, this is just a phone call, but like you said, there's no... There's no mannerisms, there's no, there's no like gestures and I don't know when you want to talk and you don't know when I'm just going to, yeah. I know. Oh yeah. So, so it's different. So it's very, very different, but um, you know, it's, it's really good to be busy right now, to be honest. Um, and the days seem to be going fast. They, I feel like days have lost a bit of meaning. I'm, I'm sure you'll agree. Like we're not having that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing anymore. It's more like, Grandpa what happened day. yesterday what's happening today what's happening yeah. tomorrow I, I keep asking people like what day is it today where are we at are we at the weekend because the weekend doesn't feel any different to the the rest of the week but i wanted to ask you helen how are you adjusting to all of the changes and life being so different because especially radio it's such a uh, a social communicative uh, environment and to go from being very social to being very isolated how are you how are you handling that well, worryingly well, <laughs> to be honest, on the social side. I used to have those nights where like, oh my God, I really want a night in, whereas now every night is a night in. So it's, like, that's the social side I can cope with. And you know, if this was to happen maybe five, 10 years ago, we wouldn't be able to do this and on the professional front, on the personal front. And maybe in five years time, things would be very different again. And they'd look back and go, oh my goodness, COVID-19 in 2020, how did they cope with you know, just Zoom or whatever? So I think we're all making big adjustments on the professional front, which I think actually it's been hugely positive for a lot of people. Um, for me personally, definitely good days and bad days. Um, and that a, lot, a lot of that is to do with workload, but also family and trying to help my kids adjust to what's going on because my youngest hasn't 
really been out of the house in eight weeks. Not I mean she's been in the garden, but she hasn't, you know, been out and about in over two months. And Phoebe, who's now not at school and is now doing home learning instead. And that is it's not a challenge in terms of content. Like, you know, I can teach 2D shapes, that's fine. It's more that she does not want to do it at all. Um, and I don't like being the nasty mum and you know, it's hard, it's really hard. Um, and I'm working. So how how does how does that reconcile? How does that work? So that's been the big adjustment, really, is her putting this new hat on and trying to have authority in an area that she's not used to seeing me in that role. You know, her saying, "You're not my teacher," and I'm like, "Yeah, no, I want to be your teacher. I don't, you know, I, wanna, I don't want to be doing this." But you need to keep the momentum up so when you go back in September, everybody's somewhat on the same page in terms of what they learned and haven't learned. And what are, the, what are the teachers saying? Like, are you just all on the phone to the teacher going, like, what do I do now? It's so, it's technology. So we, so they have this program called Seesaw and it comes through on the, on the iPad and they get different activities every day. So it might be four or five activities and you've got to take photos of their writing, take photos of their work, upload it to their journal. And then the, the teacher might send a voice note or a little note saying, you know, she said, she said this morning, again, Phoebe, write the gut on the line next time. And you're like, listen. <laughs> Just be grateful it is in the book, <laughs> Miss Germain. So like, there's a bit of that. Um, but some of it's fun. Like this morning, Phoebe made um, a cardboard box dog treat, you know, feeder for the animals. And sometimes she'll make a guitar or it's PE. But uh, kind of off the record, teachers have said to me, teachers don't have a big expectation of this time. No one's hoping that we are going to be delivering the same results that they could ever achieve in the classroom in that environment really it's just a case of trying to keep on top of some learning keep their brains working and they have like you know zoom class phoebe just had a zoom check-in with their teacher just now um and trying to have a bit of the social side as well it's not forever i mean if you told me in january this was going to be the reality i don't know what i would have done but you just have to take it like everybody with work day by day and week by week yeah, exactly. I have um, a friend of mine that when when the whole school shut down and they had a whole uh, learning from home, she got this assignment from one of her PE teachers. And it said, if you don't have a swimming pool, the way that you're going to do swimming lessons is you're going to get on a skateboard and you're going to move your arms. You don't have a skateboard. Yeah. And my friend was like, what? She's like, how am I going to keep my daughter on a skateboard moving her arms for 45 minutes? It was just some of the things that were coming out were just absurd. But I think everybody now as time has gone through, everyone's adjusting a little bit better to the home, whole homeschooling. But I can't imagine how challenging it would be for you guys over there. It's, there, there's, there's been crying from almost every member of the family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry we're laughing about oh. Oh no! The but and then and then and, and then like a really dark part of me is hoping that this is going to happen in the UK as well, just because you know that feels fair. <laughs> the teachers might just be like, right, you, 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 and you are going to see what I've been saying about your kids for the last two, three, yeah. three years. They are a rat bag, and yeah, I need like, more money to deal with them. Yeah, you thought they were angels. Well, have them back no, for a bit. Yeah. Let's talk phonics. Yeah, so it's uh, it's fine. It's it, it is what it is. I'm looking forward to summer holidays. I think the challenge for a lot of the kids here is now the weather's getting really really hot. 
um, and a month ago they could be in the garden for a couple of hours and we've got like a massive paddling pool so they could hang out in that or the swings and things but they come out with me in the morning and then by like mid-morning it's getting a bit too hot for them to be outside and that's a real challenge because and we're lucky like we are so lucky to be in a villa with quite a bit of space and some outside space and you've got people who might be in studios or one beds or you know two bed apartments with just a balcony and you've got kids who are you know really really struggling really struggling so i am a bit concerned about what the summer's going to bring and then you see what's happening in other parts of the world and the weather's getting lovely and everyone's like oh look i'm walking through the bluebells again today <laughs> well if it makes you feel like the weather's not getting any better here in ireland it's absolutely helping <laughs> <laughs> it um, are you seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here? Um, what's your information about about the end of having to homeschool and the end of COVID? Do you see any easing off? Do you see no. the light? <laughs> no. My husband just got an email this morning saying it looks like they're going to be working from home for the next six to eight weeks. So that's like semi-government. So. Oh yeah. I think that's probably going to be the case for lots of people. Um, I'll be looking forward to when school aspects finished. I, I think I think for everybody, the key to sanity is having something to look forward to. And for many people, that's normally a holiday or even at the weekend, something. So I think it is important to put these like mini milestones in place. Um, and for us, I was really looking forward to going away this summer. And I, I can't see that happening. I think it's going to be two weeks in Russell Coma. <laughs> well, would you if, uh, if they released all the restrictions? Would you travel? Like, how, how, that's an well, that's a really interesting question because things have been reduced here. You know, things in, in not 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 travel wise, but when we look at the malls being open and things like that. And I'm not rushing to the mall by any means. And I actually got a message last night saying, you know, do you want to come for dinner? We're having a friends and family pre-opening before the restaurant opens on Friday. And I was like, no, I'm fine, thanks. I think a lot of people will be having that reaction that they're just not feeling socially ready to, to get back to that normal for well, all sorts of reasons. Social anxiety, but also safety and just yeah. feeling like I'm not in that place yet. So if they were to lift the flight restrictions this weekend, I personally would probably want to go to a super safe country or go somewhere really remote. Um, but I wouldn't be racing back to my parents' house right now, for example, because I certainly feel like we're in a bit better position here in the UAE than the UK is. So I'm sitting tight. What about you, Caroline? What would you do? Um, sorry, what was your question? If the restrictions would you travel? were lifted, would you go, would you jump on a plane and go somewhere or would you stay safe, stay put? I, I, don't, I don't entirely know. I think what's interesting about this whole situation, and I was going to say this earlier, is that... It, everything seemed to shut down so quickly and there was this urgency and immediacy to the whole, the whole situation and almost a sense of fear and panic for a lot of people, particularly if you were listening to the news a lot. So I think the way that things have eased off, it's like, it's like oh, okay, today things are fine, but yesterday they weren't. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think uh, it's going to be a gradual thing and uh, particularly in terms of mentality, it's almost like we're sticking our foot in the water and just testing it out and seeing um, are we safe, is it okay? And I think that's going to take time. But if, if things were lifted and we could travel again, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think for me personally, I would need to, to see. And uh, I've been reading a lot of the, the studies that are coming out about those curves and when they seem to start to dissipate and everyone's predicting mid-May, end of May.
So I yeah. think for me, I'm waiting to see what's happening and waiting to see, okay, I think it's really easing off. And when you look at places like Italy and Spain, three or four weeks ago, there were 8,000 cases a day and now we're at four or 3,000. So I think it's promising. I just would like to see a little bit more like coming down. And then at the same time, Helen, I've also been like dabbling in watching a lot of the conspiracy theories. So there's just so much Careful. that it's so challenging to say, okay, this is factual, this isn't factual. Um, what am I going to feed myself at the moment? Am I feeding myself mainstream media that like fear or am I going to jump into the conspiracy theories? So I don't know, it's all, it's a lot. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Have you been watching any um, any conspiracy no. theories? <laughs> no, um, I listen. <laughs> no, I listened to um, a podcast yesterday, which was uh, Louis through interviewing John Ronson, who, who I, I love both of them, and they were, and John Ronson's done a lot of work with conspiracy theorists over the years and David Icke and things, and um, they were talking about some of them. I've really stayed away from it, um, and a lot of them have been shut down. But you know some of them are complete nonsense, you know, oh, it's 5G, but yeah, it's no 5G in Iran and there's been huge numbers of cases there. So, no, I, I'm, it's difficult for me because I'm obviously um, in, a, in a work environment where we have so much information. Um, and because of what I do, I'm asked a lot of questions through social media saying, is it safe for kids? What do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't know. And the, the case is, a lot of people still don't know a lot of information about it. It's changing all the time. So I'm happy just to kind of err on the side of caution right now and, and stay and stay close to home. But I, I do think some positives are coming out of this. Like I really, really do. You know, we look at businesses adapting and, and hopefully continuing to adapt as they move forward and understanding that people can work more remotely and more flexibly. I think there's been a really good attitude towards people being more open about their mental health right now and being a bit more vulnerable about how they're feeling and, and feeling a bit more connected in that sense as well. So it's not all doom and gloom. What have you learned? So can I ask, what what type of uh, what positives are you seeing out of this on a personal basis? Are you seeing any positives? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and small like small things. Like I used to be really nervous about doing live phone interviews in the studio. I used to get really anxious about it. But now we haven't got any other way. So I'm like, yeah, fine. We'll just do six a day, and I'll get used to it. Um, and I. I if this had happened a year ago, I think um, when it came to being active at home, I would be like, no, I'm just not, just not going to do that. I'm just going to wait until the gym's open again. Whereas now I'm feeling a lot more comfortable about doing workouts at home and I'm doing far more exercise now than probably I even was before lockdown, which is great. Um, I'm you wrote more your own program, I saw. I wrote my own program. I mean, yeah. it was, yeah. it was ma massively, massively lifted. <laughs> no, it wasn't though. It wasn't because, I mean... The, you, there were some bits, there was an order of the top bit that was lifted, but then clearly the more than half was your own stuff. Probably a bunch of exercises you liked doing as opposed to the ones you disliked doing. But, How did you know? But the, well, <laughs> the burpees in there. It was just a guess. Yeah, the burpees were the ones from the other workout that were... Because I put a was peer pressure online, and then the top part of that workout appeared on Helen's whiteboard on her social media post. But it was the, like we were saying, you have the confidence to take it and, you know, get a pen and paper out, write it down. This is what I'll do. This will do. I won't do two or three. I'll do four rounds, 30 minutes. Boom. Off I go. Done. Well done with that. It is good. Thank you. So, um, 
yeah, I just don't think I would have done that a year ago. And I think a lot of people are feeling the same that now there's more resources available to them that we're seeing companies doing things more online and, and Zoom and you know, like that kind of creativity, I think is really, is really important. Spending more time with the family, kind of. Um, so that's, that's been mixed blessing. Um, no, you just this little, it's like little things have added up to quite a nice rhythm of life, if that makes sense. And I've started doing these like morning um, live readings for kids on Instagram, which I like weirdly really enjoy reading stories to the to kids on Instagram TV. Like I really enjoy it. So it's just like, I think we're all just tapping into little things here and there. What kind of worries me um, a bit is all of this pressure to be productive and be like, what have you achieved during lockdown? And I'm like, not everyone's going to cope that way. And I feel like there's kind of, there's two varying degrees of pressure. One is that, you know, that awful tweet that came out from that kind of self-styled business guru a few months ago. It was like, if you haven't done X, Y, Z by the end of lockdown, it's not because you didn't have time, it's because you didn't have discipline, which is just garbage. And then you've got other people saying, you know, don't shame people for, um, doing nothing I'm like people just need to cope in the way they need to cope if you f I like being busy so if I want to tick things off the list to make me feel a bit more balanced then that's fine but equally if people want to sit at home and just be still and be together then that's fine too but I, I think it's natural people start judging how other people are coping in these situations yeah, I yeah. think you probably find as well that guy though, he slipped into some little lazy routine as well. You know, like it's easy to, to say those things and it's easy to uh it's easy to talk like that when you feel great and when you feel motivated. But everybody I think I've spoken to, including myself, has had dips and slumps, you know, no matter how amazing the world is like, well, now I'm now I need to hide under the covers for twenty minutes yeah. and pull myself together. Yeah. But comparisons are always going to be dangerous, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, it's quite interesting because for me, it's come like in, in waves. Some days I'm so productive and I'm like, yes, COVID's great. And other days I'm like, like nothing bad today. Yeah. It's good to feel those feelings. It's good to like, it's good to know. You'd be feeling like that normally. Yeah, it's good, it's good to know that when that happens, like, like the the problem is is with you, you know. It's inside of you. It's not. There's nobody else making you slump. There's no one else making you feel happy. So it's an important thing to to realize. I think loads like loads of these situations are creating experiences now that we won't necessarily benefit from until we're out back in the real world. You know, and you get to look back and you get to appreciate the stuff that you get to appreciate the pain in the ass the traffic is, or you get to appreciate like, oh, I don't like this this other thing, but at least. At least I'm, I'm a different kind of person. I've learned a little bit from my isolation. I've got to know this and I've figured out that. And so I think whether people are jumping around their living room for 30 minutes or whether they're learning the guitar, you're still going to learn some valuable lessons from this very, very different yeah. one. I think we're all learning a bit more about ourselves maybe. And like you are saying, Caroline, it's like you have these ups and downs, but you recognize that in yourself and you, you listen because there aren't as many distractions so we're not on the go as much as we normally would be and if we are getting a bit more tuned into you know how we're feeling and how we respond to situations and not distracting ourselves from that perhaps i think that's always going to be always going to be really useful but everyone's having a hard time in some respect and i think um whether that is feeling overwhelmed with family life or I, I so I did a post a while ago about about exactly that feeling overwhelmed and I had a message from someone and it's quite unusual because a lot of my followers are, par are parents or um you know or 
involved in family in some way and it was a single woman who messaged me saying you know I feel like everyone thinks being single in this situation is amazing and it's not it's horrible you know I would give anything to be surrounded by family and things like that and I'm like no I totally appreciate that because I feel like you know as um, a mum I look at what that life could be and that could be waking up at 10 o'clock and making breakfast and yeah learning guitar and da -da -da. but you can be in a family and still feel really disconnected from somebody or you can be single and be living on your own and feel really connected to people because you've got a great social support or you know you're zooming or you're feeling very content in your own company so i think it's very it's a bit it's it's oversimplifying to think that someone ha kind of has it good um because everyone's kind of having their own their own struggles emotionally and and, and practically right now what else are you getting on your text line like you speak to you speak to such a wide variety of people on, on the phones and on the text. Like, what do you what mood are you seeing, and has it changed over the last few weeks? On the radio. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to say. I think a lot of people look to the radio for obviously really solid information, and yeah, of course we have the internet, and that's that's super, but super quick. But it's so much. And the radio is the most immediate form of news. You say it. You don't even need to take. 30 seconds to to type it and you get the delivery you get the context you get the tone and i think people are really looking to radio right now to get that information um but not just that but also looking for a bit of companionship and a bit of entertainment and a bit of feeling like we are in dubai and we are having a shared experience and that's that's quite nice so we're getting quite a lot of that saying i'm feeling like this today i've done this today and we've started doing um, a, a kind of a regular segment on our weekly achievements. So like, what are you going to do this weekend? What do you, and it could be anything. It could be starting a book. It could be, or, you know, it could be, it could be anything. And um, people, I think, are really liking learning from each other and being inspired by that. But on the whole, I think people are feeling quite down, really. I think it's, it's nice to say, yes, we're learning this X, Y, Z, but would any of us choose this? No, of course not. So I think the mood is generally a, a bit, a bit worrying and economically very worrying. You know, we're getting a lot of people messaging in for, our, for legal shows and financial shows saying that the businesses are in trouble or, um, I don't, you know, I don't know what to do about XYZ in terms of pay cuts. You know, it's, it's, it's quite bleak. And are you struggling? And how do you find all that, absorbing all that and trying to like, come on guys, we can do it. It's really hard. It's really hard because my heart truly goes out to people um, in those situations. And it's, it's, it's a bit of a balance in some ways to be empathetic and be human, but also be there to deliver information and act as a conduit to the expert. But I think I'm trying to be a bit more human myself um, in terms of how I'm feeling and being a bit more open. And producer Danny and I are trying to have like a bit of a mental health check-in on air with everybody every day and say like, Danny, how's your morning been? What's going on with you? And just try and make it relatable that you know, this happened this morning or we're trying this tonight and I'm really looking forward to it and just bring in some experiences and some feelings so everybody knows that we're not just there as today we're interviewing so-and-so and so and the news is coming up at half past three. It's we're people who are going through this as well in really weird circumstances and some in, in some ways weirder for us because we're able to go out and be in the world or we certainly were a few weeks ago. I had a special letter that I had to show the, to the police every time I was in the car um, and it's very peculiar and I think it, it is important to share those experiences on from a person to person but I'd say overall people are feeling pretty blue what, what are you kind of it's hard it's 
would people get in touch and say I'm having a great day? Maybe not. Maybe we're naturally more inclined to reach out and say I'm having a bit of a tough one today. I don't know. Yeah. And again, like I always wonder, like who are the type of people to, to jump so quick to text in radio shows, you know, like, you know, it's more of a consumer thing, isn't it? Like you just listen to the radio, you don't, you don't reach out and get in touch, whereas you might get in touch with somebody on a Facebook group or a WhatsApp group mm -hmm. a little bit bigger because you're in a different mindset. Well, that's interesting because we're, we're doing a lot more Facebook videos and the, the viewers for that have gone through the roof. Like digital has gone absolutely massive for us. So you know, we're getting, you know, 3000 people watching Facebook videos right now. And it's, it's interesting how we're all consuming um, media in perhaps a slightly different way. I mean, I look at my screen time and it's very high. Right yeah. <laughs> so I think, and I think businesses are certainly looking at that as well. You know, you put your energy, you put your spend where people are putting their eyes. And I think that's going to be quite an interesting lesson over the next couple of months to see how we're all going to be changing our focus in that sense, in that sense as well. So Helen, I have a question for you. How do you think that things are going to change after COVID and do you think things are going to change? I really hope they do. I feel like there's going to be quite two quite distinct schools of thought, really. I think you're going to get people who are very, very quick to cling to what they know to say things have been lifted. I can't wait to get back into my routine of X, Y, Z. And then hopefully we'll have more people who are a bit more reflective and, that, and those people will be more the thought leaders and their employers who go, do you know what? I hadn't thought about employing um, a, a mum because I thought she would need more flexibility to be with the kids. But actually through COVID, I've learned that my employees can deliver fantastic results through working from home or working flexibly. And we might see more opportunity in terms of employment of, of women and, and parents, which I think is fantastic. Um, I know, I don't know, I don't know about the education front. I'm not sure how that's going to change. I hope that goes back to normal as soon as possible. <laughs> let's, have long, let's have longer school days, please. Well, magical. Is that slowly, um, I've seen a lot of this in school. I've got a, a, a very good friend in Australia who's actually a school teacher. And she was telling me that um, this was a year ago that they're actually teaching little kids in, uh, in kindergarten how to code and they have a little robot and the robot can, they have to code it to change color and to do this and they're learning from their, uh, from their iPads. So do you think this was already happening, this slow progression? Yeah, I think, I, think, I definitely think it, it definitely was already happening. I think it's more the other end. It's more like my parents who are 60, seven and 70 something um who are like oh i've got i've got this zoom thing and i can talk to my grandkids and i can sing to them through the laptop and um we set up an email address for phoebe so she can get an email and send jokes to her grandparents and you, you've got this generation who were a bit distrusting of that now but are understanding whether they want to communicate with someone family on the other side of the world or three kilometers away but they can't be together at this time that there are these tools at their fingertips and i think that is a really fantastic fantastic thing to come out of this yeah as long as they don't spend the whole time can you hear me hello or we've had you? we've had quite a few where it's like <laughs> and then my mum's here. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. So we've got just over a couple of minutes left on this because I know both of you guys have busy, what are you in the afternoon there? Is it, is it midday around where you are? Yeah, almost midday. I'm just getting up to start my day here. Um, but what, what do you hope 
sticks around? Like, what lessons do you hope people learn from all of this? I genuinely hope we're going to be able to show a bit more vulnerability. Um, and I think that because we have had this, oh, hello. Do you want to come up and say hi? Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, hi, Tabs. Um, because we have had this shared experience, and while we have had very unique experiences of it, but it is, do you want a pen? Um, we've had something of a, um, something of a shared experience. And I think we're all able to be a bit more open, say like, do you know, I'm having a bit of a, I'm having a rubbish day today, or this is what I found helpful today. And if we can start, can I just put my headphones over like that? Thank you. Um, if we can start to be a bit more open with each other, I think that's always going to be really, really valuable. And hopefully, just on the paper, hopefully that will stay with us. I hope. I really hope. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it is a weird time. Um, I wonder what bits of this will be left over in our psyche. Like, we've spoken a little bit about the exercise. People will now begin to see mm. they can exercise at home and, you know, they don't have to go out for a runner. They don't have to go to a yoga Pilates or studio or a gym. They can do a bit themselves. Um, but I always wonder now, will people be more aware of, don't stand so close to me, you know, don't, maybe, do I... I hope do, some people are. <laughs> do I hug? Do I not hug? How do we do this? Where do we oh, go? Oh, I'm really missing hugging. I'm really missing hugging. It's like, <laughs> and this, this one's getting told that I love her about 85 times a day. Oh, here's the other one. Hi. Um, but yeah, it's very odd to see people, you know, in the supermarket or in the street and be like, hi, you know, and, and not be able to give them a hug. So it is, I hope we can go back to hugging really soon. That would be, that would be lovely. Um, uh, sure, sure we will at some point. What we'll do, Helen, we're just about to get cut off here and I can see the, uh, it's getting a little the bit Larry where you are too. Yeah. So we'll wrap <laughs> up. Where can people get a hold of you and where can they uh, link up with you online and stuff? So I'm on Dubai every afternoon from 2 until 5 p.m. And then there's a podcast as well. And then on Instagram. So at the Mothership DXB um, is the best place to find this Facebook as well. But Instagram really for updates and swipes and uh, daily storytelling and stuff like that. So thank guys. Thank you so much. It's been it felt a bit like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'll so. speak soon. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.